You're listening to the Early Edition Podcast with Kate Hawksby from Newstalk ZB. GDP's down 0.6%, uh, more than most major banks had predicted. Manufacturing down 1.9% and was the biggest driver behind the decline. ANZ Senior Economist Miles Workman is with me now. Morning, Miles. Good morning, Kate. How much did the worker shortage impact GDP decline? Look, I do think that is part of the mix. Uh, the overall GDP print, I think it was affected by just noise in the data, uh, pockets of softening demand for some industries, but also biting capacity constraints for others. Two consecutive quarters where the decline in GDP make for a recession. Is that inevitable now, and how bad do you think it'll get? Well, I mean, if we do see a second quarter of negative growth in Q1, I think it's more likely to be owing to flooding and cyclone disruption rather than being something that reflects the underlying state of economic momentum. I mean, you do need to... uh, give this data a bit of a sniff test and and just look at the labour market. We have a near record low unemployment rate. Um, So I'm not saying the economy is not slowing, it is slowing, um, but the more momentum-driven recession, the the recession that's probably going to hurt households a lot more, that's still yet to come. That's probably more of a, a late 2023, early 2024 story. Yikes. What does this mean for interest rates going forward then? Look, I don't think uh, yesterday's data actually mean a lot for the Reserve Bank. They know that capacity constraints are part of the reason why growth was weak. Uh, from an inflation perspective, that's not good news. It still suggests that demand is you know, outstripping supply, uh, meaning that there's still uh, you know, the foot on the gas, so to speak, from an inflation pulse perspective. So we still expect the Reserve Bank to deliver uh, further OCR hikes. Uh, we're uh, forecasting a peak of 5.25%. Why is manufacturing in such a steep decline? Look, manufacturing is exposed to quite a few other industries. Uh, building is one of them, so a lot of inputs from the housing uh, or construction sector. Uh, obviously, we're seeing a slowdown there because higher interest rates have already seen house prices fall and residential investment is coming off now. Um, but also food manufacturing, uh, we've had a, a pretty bad run of bad weather, uh, supply shortages in terms of labour, um, and also supply disruptions. And that's, that's affected our food and beverage manufacturing as well. I mean, speaking of the weather, will the rebuild following the cyclone maybe help the manufacturing sector a bit? Look, I do think that um, you know once we get beyond Q1, so this is more of a Q2, Q3, Q4 story, and even perhaps beyond, the cyclone and flooding will have uh, positive effects. Or GDP, it's certainly not a good news story from a from a total wealth perspective. Um, but that broken window style economics, it is going to give demand for goods and services a, a, a bump higher than otherwise as people rebuild and replace. Uh, so that will support GDP, but I don't think it's enough to avoid the fact that higher interest rates are still going to drive this sort of broader momentum downturn in the economic cycle. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.